my friends, to the That's Ball Folks podcast. I'm your host, Josh Reynolds. This is episode 44. A lot happened this week. The U.S. Open came and went, and it was fantastic. The FIBA World Cup ended, and we will definitely dive into those details. College football week two, NFL week one, and the thing that's on top of everybody's mind as it happened last night with Aaron Rodgers. We'll talk about all of that. A little fantasy football update on you. We won't dive too deep into it, but we got to talk about the Kevin Porter Jr. situation, and then uh, we'll, we'll chat a little bit more NBA and the Sixers. But how's everybody doing? I hope, again, you all had a fantastic week. Uh, we're one week closer. We are getting closer to basketball. We are getting closer to hockey. Obviously, football now, getting into the swing of things. Baseball playoffs coming up. This is the perfect time of the year. The fall. Boy, I love it. I just really love it. Now, let's start with this because I, I was talking with some of my best friends and they're avid tennis players and and tennis fans. And every year I watch I'll watch like Wimbledon, I'll watch the US Open. And every year I'm like, man, I love tennis. I don't get nearly as into it as I should. I don't play it anymore. I love tennis. And this year's US Open was fantastic. Coco Goff winning was just brilliant. It was perfect. Obviously, Novak Djokovic, he is phenomenal. But I want to talk about Ben Shelton. Because, to be honest, in men's tennis, we haven't really had somebody, you could argue, probably since Andy Roddick, who I grew up watching, absolutely loved him. And watching Ben Shelton play just makes me so happy. I tweeted it, but his little celebration of hanging up the answering the phone and then hanging it up after he wins is so awesome. Now, Djokovic obviously kind of mocked him when he beat him and did the same thing. He had said that it wasn't mocking, that he just liked the celebration and whatever. Whether that's true or not, Ben Shelton is awesome, and boy, do I hope he is the future of U.S. men's tennis. But let's talk about Coco Gauff for a second because... She does everything right, on and off the court. Every single post-match interview she does is perfect. She says the right answers. They were asked. Uh, she, they asked her about the protest that happened about climate change and stuff, and and she gave the perfect answer, perfect response. Osaka was in the crowd after one of her matches, and she gave her an awesome shout out. Said she looks forward to meeting her kid. Like, everything she does is awesome, and she is so young. I just love everything about Coco Goff. I think she's awesome. I love watching tennis. <laughs> I really do. I am lucky. I've been able to attend a lot of different sporting events, some very cool ones. I have never been to a tennis match. And everything I've heard about them is that they are awesome, one of the cooler and coolest sporting events uh, there is, and I got to go. I got I to make that happen. Awesome. Tennis is awesome. Uh, let's talk about the FIBA World Cup here. Because looking at it from a USA perspective, which is what I want to do for a second, they didn't even medal. They lost to Germany. And Germany attacked, we're not, I mean, not trying to single people out here, but Germany attacked Austin Reeves every single possession the entire fourth quarter. I watched it. And Steve Kerr did absolutely nothing to make adjustments. Then... We end up losing to Canada in the bronze medal game. Dylan Brooks drops like 40 on us. It's not a good look at all. J.J. Redick, as you all know, I am a big fan and big fan of his podcast. He brought up a really good point on his episode of Old Man and the Three uh, yesterday where he said that, look, every single person who plays for a different country, they turn into Michael Jordan against us. They are not afraid of the U.S. anymore. He also said that NBA guys who get a giant role for their home country, they have it way easier than NBA guys who have a big role on their NBA team, and then they go to the USA team and they're asked to be just take a way lesser role. Going from the man on their team to a spot-up shooter. Brandon Ingram is the perfect example. He was truly non-existent for the US in the World Cup. But then you look at Dennis Schroeder, right, for Germany, and he was unbelievable. All great points. He said it 
just be careful before you bash our guys because it is a bigger adjustment. Look, the only pro that I'm going to take away from this entire tournament is that it kind of lit a fire. It sparked a fire a little bit, uh, I think, underneath the superstars. And there are reports already that LeBron's going to be playing in the upcoming Olympics along with Steph and Durant and everything like that. That has to happen. It's just like when Kobe joined the Redeem team and was like, yeah, I'm sick of watching you guys lose. I'm in. I don't know. It was a total disappointment. But again, I said it last episode, that's what you get when you roll out these B-minus, C-plus guys and expect to just walk over the rest of the world. They've caught up to us. That's that's not a thing anymore. It isn't. So if any good can come out of this, it's that we get another squad put back together, a real squad put back together with superstars for the Olympics because obviously... Again, it doesn't just take superstars. It takes the right superstars who play together. And I hope LeBron can help piece that team together. Everybody uh, was posting stuff and saying that he's like the Avengers, right? He's bringing the team back together again. Uh, But that needs to happen, and I hope it does. Let's talk some college football. Week two. Start with Utah. You know I'm a Utah fan. Utah squeaked out a win at Baylor. Never an easy place to play, especially in the Texas heat. I was in Texas. Again, I talked about it last episode. Uh, it was 108 with humidity. It was miserable. So to go into Waco, play a Baylor team who obviously is coming off a loss, but they bring in this new quarterback who nobody really knows. He wasn't any good. <laughs> but Utah squeaked out a win. Nate Johnson, who I've been preaching to be the starter while Cam Rising is out, came in, led a big comeback win, and is the backup quarterback for Utah moving forward as long as Cam Rising is out. He'll be the starter. Thank goodness. Never have I, honestly, I'm not just saying this, never in my entire life have I seen an offense more stagnant than what I saw through the first three quarters of Utah football with Bryson Barnes. I'm not going to bash him. He's a great kid, I'm sure. Great story. He is not the greatest quarterback. He is what he is. I feel like we've seen that for a while. We don't fully know what Nate Johnson can be, and I'm very, very happy that he's going to get the nod, and obviously Utah's got kind of a bang-up tune-up game against Weber State this week, so it will be fun to see Nate Johnson kind of get the his first career start, which will be great. Uh, the game of the year. It's kind of funny because I'm going to say this about a game basically every week, I feel. Last week was Colorado-TCU. Uh, Texas-Alabama. If you didn't watch it, I feel sorry for you. It was the perfect college football game. Is Texas back? They might be back. Longhorn Nation, we're back. They were unbelievable. Legitimately unbelievable. Texas's quarterback, Quinn Ewers, threw for 350 yards and three touchdowns. Answered every time Alabama would do something. They were awesome. By the way, Alabama's quarterback is a stud. He is an athletic freak. (laughs) He is so good. The game was amazing. Good for Texas. Obviously, it's not a conference game, so I'm sure we'll see Alabama right back in the hunt of the college football playoff. But it's cool when Texas is good, and I hope this is them actually being good. If you remember the game last year, Texas should have beat Alabama in Texas. So pretty cool they go into Bama and beat them. Pretty awesome. Um, I didn't even mention BYU last week. They squeaked out a win. <laughs> like when I say squeaked out, I quite literally mean it uh, against Sam Houston. They put the beat down on Southern Utah this week. It's fun to see, and it will be fun to see them play against some real schools now. Obviously, I'm not a BYU fan, but I do have to say this. Their royal blue stuff, their gear, is some of the very best in the entire country. They need to go away from the Navy permanently. They're all Navy unis weren't the worst things this last week against SUU. But when you have Royal in your back pocket, why would you do anything but that? I don't know. Anyway, there's my BYU love. Uh, Colorado moved to 2-0 with a win against Nebraska at home. Let's talk about this for a second. Because there is few, uh, honestly, I've talked about this before. There are few things that really bug me as much as the fact that the uh, Pac-12 was handled the way that it was. And the fact that the Pac-12, as of right now, has eight ranked teams, eight is sickening, truly sickening. USC at five, Washington at eight, Utah at 12, Oregon at 13, Oregon State at 16, Colorado at 18, Washington State 23, UCLA 24. What a waste. 
What a freaking waste, man. That's unbelievable. It makes me more and more upset each week that goes by when the just Pac-12 teams continue to play well. And look, they're not all playing just tune-up games. They're playing big games. And it bugs me so bad. What a waste. Absolute waste. Uh, let's dive right into this because this is obviously NFL being week one. Uh, it was awesome to watch. I'm very glad football's back. But we got to talk about Aaron Rodgers and we'll start there. What are the odds, man? What is fourth play as a New York Jet? Ugh. I was legitimately sick. I'm not kidding. I obviously I mentioned that hey, I I like Aaron Rodgers. I like uh I like him through hard knocks. I'm rooting for him this year. I'm rooting for the Jets to win this year. I was sick to my stomach when he got hurt. And I also knew that it was his Achilles strictly from A the way he fell and B the look on his face. You could tell the way that he when he took his helmet off on the sideline, it was like, "Oh boy, he knew it was bad." What uh what are the odds? Now, look, it's pretty awesome seeing the Jets win in the way that they did, especially with homeboy returning the punt, the guy from Hard Knocks, the undrafted rookie winning and scoring the game-winning touchdown. Pretty cool for Zach Wilson to step up into that moment. Uh, we'll talk about Josh Allen, but what the hell was that? That was I'm, I'm biased, but there were multiple plays where he obviously tried to force Passes, force things, force quite literally everything. Squeeze balls into tight windows. When he had Dalton Kincaid wide open 10 yards in the middle of the field. I don't know what he was doing. Three picks and a fumble. He looked terrible. Absolutely terrible. Zach Wilson looked terrible. And he outplayed Josh Allen. It was really bad. <laughs> really, really, really bad. But I again, I feel sick for Aaron Rodgers. And again, he's 39 years old. Who... The odds of him being done are extremely high. I think everybody will be shocked if he does make a comeback, if he can actually play, if he comes back from this injury. I, I doubt it happens, but what a what a tough blow, man. Because we know what Zach Wilson is, bless his heart. He's not the guy. At least at this point in his career, he's not the guy. Ugh, sickening. Anyway, quick little recap. The Lions squeak out a win against the Chiefs, which was awesome. The Lions are so fun. Fantastic win for them. Also, I'm shocked. I hardly got any tweets. Uh, Josh Reynolds, the wide receiver for the Lions, uh, he had a great game. Four receptions, 80 yards. Normally, anytime he balls out, I get a bunch of people thinking that I am him on Twitter, and they tweet a bunch of hilarious things at me. But that didn't really happen. So a little, a little bit of shocker. Uh, the Falcons, Bijan Robinson looked awesome. But also, at the same time, splitting carries with Ty, uh, Tyler Algier, BYU running back, who also looked awesome. Good for the Falcons. 1-0. Yeah, they played the Panthers, but still. Uh, the biggest surprise of the week, the Browns just put the beat down on the Cincinnati Bengals. What on earth? Killed them 24-3. Uh, the Jaguars beat the Colts. Buccaneers, shout out Baker Mayfield. Pretty awesome going into Minnesota, winning his Buccaneers debut. Uh, the Saints beat the Titans. Also like to see Derek Carr play well. That made me happy. Niners just destroy the Steelers. Washington Commanders beat the Cards. Thank, I mean, nobody should lose the Cardinals this year, when at least when Kyler Murray's out. The Ravens lose J.K. Dobbins for the year. Lamar Jackson looked absolutely terrible, uh, but they beat the Texans, and they beat them very handedly. Uh, the Packers, Jordan Love, shout-out Utah State product, absolutely balled out, 245 yards, uh, passing, three touchdowns. They looked great against the Chicago Bears, put up 38 points. The Raiders beat the Broncos, who are a dumpster fire and remain so under Sean Payton. The Eagles looked just brutal after that amazing start first quarter. Uh, they looked awful, and they're banged up, but they squeak out a win in Foxborough against the Patriots. Tua, oh my goodness. If any of you saw that last touchdown he threw, he fit in that tight little window to Tyree Kill. My goodness gracious. It was beautiful. Shout out Davs. Number one Dolphins guy. Dolphins beat the Chargers. The Rams also put the beat down on the Seahawks. Shout out Puka Nakua. Orem, Utah guy. Went to BYU. Balled out. Unbelievable debut for him. Great to see. And the Cowboys. My heavens. The Giants. <laughs> the Giants were just terrible. Cowboys defense. Look. 
Dak Prescott actually wasn't even that good. And the Cowboys defense just stepped up and did what they needed to do. Anyway, there's a quick little recap. Would love nothing more than to give you guys a little breakdown of my fantasy team uh, because week one was a doozy. I have Joe Burrow. He had two fantasy points. Two. Obviously, the Browns put the beat down, but did anyone expect Joe Burrow to just throw for 82 yards and do nothing? Uh, No. No, they did not. He had two points, which really hurt me. McCaffrey did his thing. Almost had 26 points for me. Dalvin Cook, again, I started him because you didn't know. I think if Aaron Rodgers plays, Dalvin Cook probably plays better. Uh, A.J. Brown, almost eight points. Devontae Smith with uh, close to 11 with the touchdown. Also, again, I said it, I'm biased, but Dalton Kincaid was open on a million drives, and Josh Allen didn't even look his way. I started him as well. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, I mentioned he's out for the season. I started him at my flex, and he had a great start, and then he got hurt, and he's also out with an Achilles for the rest of the year. Luckily, I have Tyler Algier on my bench, who I will plug in Dobbins' place. Um, Again, just brutal. I also, last second, decided to start the Eagles' defense, which ended up really good for me because they had a pick six, obviously a touchdown and a pick with that pick six, a fumble recovery. Yeah, they allowed 20 points and looked terrible there, but uh, I lost last night because of the punt return for the Jets. I was playing against the Jets' defense. I was up like .4 points uh, with a tie game with Dalvin Cook and Dalton Kincaid left. And I thought, okay, this will go to overtime. I've got it in the bag. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> they, run the, uh, they run the pump back, and I lose by three. So rough way to start the season. Uh, I know Joe Burrow is only going to play better. I got to figure out what I'm going to do with uh, Dalvin Cook. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do, but it, it left a bitter taste in my mouth. And uh, shout out Drew, though. Pretty cool for you, buddy. Even though I was so upset. <laughs> Unbelievable. The joys of fantasy. Absolute rage. Okay, friends, time out for a minute because I want to chat about Griffles Plasma and also about how plasma makes medicines and how every donation you give with Griffles Plasma, it can be used to make up to five different medicines. Now, while there are lots of different plasma medicines used to treat a lot of patients for life-threatening injuries and illnesses, the point is that each time you donate, your plasma can be used to help save lives. Each time, that is huge. Multiply that by the number of times you give plasma, yep, you got it, even more huge. Kind of like Allen Iverson leading the 2001 Sixers to the NBA Finals all by himself. So shout out Griffles Plasma and all their teams across the country. Plasma makes medicines, and a lot of people depend on these medicines. Donate plasma and receive compensation for your efforts today. You can find a center near you at grifflesplasma.com. Tell them Josh sent you. This advertisement is a paid promotion. I want to tell you about the easiest way to get some action on the NBA. It's Underdog Fantasy and their Pick'em game. Just pick over or under on your favorite or least favorite player's stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. You can also pick from Rivals, which pits two players against each other for a head-to-head matchup. Underdog keeps it super simple with their easy-to-use website and mobile apps. Pick between two and five players to fill out your pick'em slip, get every pick right, and take home some cold, hard cash. Use the code TBF24, that's TBF24, and get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by Underdog. Underdog Fantasy, the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Calling all golfers. Do you have a problem three-putting? If you said no, you're either in complete denial or you're just a straight-up liar. Jokes aside, and in all reality, who doesn't? It's inevitable. We're all three-putters. Well, let me introduce you to a new lifestyle brand for golf that is made for us. The Three Putt Golf Company. Golf gear that meets the average golfer where they are, but looks like a professional brand. They're about to release their first hats next week, and they are amazing. Keep an eye out for the drop, discounts for That's Ball Folks listeners, giveaways, and more. Three Putt Golf Company. Everybody three putts look good doing it. Are you sick of spending time caring for your lawn? Have you spent too much time mowing it or even just keeping it alive? You tired of wasting resources and money watering it? If you are like me, the answer is yes to all of those. You should consider artificial grass. Beehive Turf out of northern Utah will transform your yard into looking beautiful all year round. Check out Beehive Turf on Instagram. Give them a call today for a free quote. Beehive Turf, take the sting out of caring for your lawn. said I didn't want to dive into details and I really don't uh, because it's brutal and I should just even preface this little part with a little bit of a trigger warning. Um, the, this whole Kevin Porter Jr. situation is is really, really unbelievable, really disappointing, really infuriating, everything, everything about it. I think the NBA missed big time with how they handled the Miles Bridges situation and even allowing him to play basketball again in the NBA. And I pray that they do not make the same mistake with Kevin Porter Jr. Now, look, we know that what he's accused of. Um, I'm not again. I'm not going to talk about it. You can look it up if you want to. Uh, he is is accused of some serious serious domestic abuse um, and assault. And there's no excuse. There there needs to be no excuse, no tolerance. The NBA needs to make this right. I mean, that's what they've been known for, right? I don't want them to change that you look at all the other leagues you look at nfl it it, it just the nba has a higher standard it feels like and i hope that adam silver continues along that same path because some more details came out today and it's just it's sickening so i hope that silver does the right thing because it's it's really really unbelievable terrible absolutely terrible uh let's talk about something a little bit uh lighter note and that is the sixers announced that they are opening camp in Colorado Springs in October. Again, we're inching closer and closer. I am more nervous than ever to see how this whole James Harden situation plays out, but it will be fun to have them on the West Coast, uh, even if it's just for camp for a week or so. It'll be great. Uh, Let's talk about the Phillies, because I just want to end with this before we dive into brotherly love and hate. The Phillies lose games and continue to lose games despite Bryce Harper being one of the most clutch athletes in the entire city of Philadelphia, arguably of all time, that Philly has ever had. I think all it's going to take is one World Series ring, and it might lock it up. He already is very close and had just a World Series trip last season. He's got an MVP under his belt as a Philly. He is amazing. He continues with these late-game heroics, hitting a two-run home run to tie it up against the Braves just the other day, end up losing and giving up two runs in extras. And Trey Turner followed it up tonight, doing the exact same thing. Late game heroics, hitting a home run in the bottom of the ninth inning to tie it up, only to go into extras and to have the bullpen blow it again. Now, look, I don't even blame the full bullpen. I think that there were some calls tonight that just weren't great. Could have gone either way. Probably should have gone Philly's way. But let's talk about Trey Turner just for a quick second. Because what Trey Turner has done since the standing ovation, which we've talked about multiple times on this podcast, he has now hit 16 home runs. That's tied for uh, for first in the entire MLB with his teammate Kyle Schwarber, and has 41 RBIs, which is the most in the MLB. Absolutely unbelievable stuff. He raised his batting percentage by 37 points in 43 days. That is just mind blowing. That's unbelievable to go from what he was to what he is now in that short of time. All I mean, you can't put all the give all the credit to the standing ovation, but it definitely helped. And this is showing it unbelievable. 
Truly unbelievable. But again, the Phillies end up blowing it, and they lose in extras, lose to the Braves. The Braves are awesome, and I'll talk about that more in a second. But I think the Phillies can hang with them. I really do. That's not me with the Philly homer hat on. I think that the Phillies have showed they can hang with them offensively. We all know that playoff baseball all depends on your bullpen and your starting pitching. It all depends on your arms. And if Philly pitchers can wake up and the bullpen can actually wake up, look out. I don't know. Just the whole Trey Turner thing is truly unbelievable. It's like too good to be true. It's there really are. I tweeted this, but like there really aren't any other words to describe it other than like storybook. Especially if the Phils go on some type of crazy postseason run, people will look back on this for a long time and talk about wow, Philly really flipped the script. They didn't boo him. They didn't boo the big name free agent they brought in, who's underplaying and underperforming. But they gave him a standing ovation, showed him some love, and look what happened. Now. It isn't really flip the script. If you remember with the whole Ben Simmons situation, I know because I was there, Sixers fans did the exact same thing. Exact same thing. There's that clip of that poor dude just trying to like encourage Ben to shoot free throws. Even like, hey, like, look at my form. Just shoot it. Just shoot it, bro. They tried that with Ben. <laughs> it didn't work. Ben clearly not built for Philly at all. Trey Turner, on the other hand, maybe he is. Really amazing. But again, the Phillies, man. The Phillies, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, the, the Phillies, obviously, they're going to make it in the playoffs. They're going to be a wild card team. It's what they did last year. Through this uh, point of the season, they have the same exact record as the last two World Series rings they've won. But it's pretty frustrating to see Bryce Harper show up for the moment, be built for the moment, and have the bullpen absolutely blow it in extras. So I hope that, I hope that changes because it needs to. But my, oh my, Bryce Harper is unbelievable. He is a freak of nature. Just had to mention that. Had to talk. It wouldn't, it wouldn't feel right if I didn't mention it because it feels like there's one thing he does week where I'm saying, holy crap, this dude is the most clutch dude in the entire league. Also, I have to give a shout out. My Philly listeners won't like this, uh, but Ronald Acuna is the MVP, right? I don't, that's not a debate. It shouldn't be a debate, right? What he's doing is unbelievable. It's unprecedented. Seeing it happen in Philly and him just tattoo the ball, he is so, he's amazing. He is absolutely amazing. I don't know. I, I, I don't think, again, there's a lot of Philly fans who absolutely hate the, uh, the Braves way more than I do. I do not hate the Braves. I, again, I am friends with the Murphy family, so I've got Braves connections that way. I don't hate the Braves, but... Seeing what Okunia is doing this year is truly unbelievable. 36 home runs. He's stolen 65 bases. He scored 130 runs, driven in 95 more, and leads the majors in on-base percentage. It's unbelievable. He is the, he's got to be the shoe-in MVP. Anyway, seeing it happen in Philly just yesterday was pretty, pretty wild. Uh, that's all I got for you. Let's dive right into Brother Love and Hate uh, with Jer. Our brotherly love and hate segment is unsponsored, as you know from last week. Uh, but we are back. Why again. do you keep starting it like that? Because I, I think it's a good way to draw people in, and by people, I mean sponsors. So let's bring them yeah, in. No, I'm all for it. It's just a little. It's a little depressing. It's depressing, but we're trying to trying to make some money, man. We're trying to to do right by ourselves, and I think that this this uh, segment needs a sponsor. So we're we're unsponsored. I'm, I'm all in. You're in, and you're back. You're back this week. We're back on schedule. Uh, how's it going, man? It's going good. It's going good. I uh, this is a quick personal update. Saw a surgeon. Oh, for and your back. It looks like I'm gonna have surgery on my back. Yeah. Oh, all no. signs are pointing to surgery. October nineteenth. Mark. Oh, it. you're you're kidding. I'm hearing this for the first time. I know. I wanted to surprise you. I thought this is a fun way to tell you about it. Dude, that really sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah. They gave me two options, the 19th or December 14th, and that I, wasn't going to happen. So Yeah, you're not doing December 14th. Um, dude, that's right. terrible. I'm sorry. It's all right. I thought oh, let's let's start the segment out on a low note, and that's what I decided to tell you. 
It is low. It sucks for a bunch of different yeah. reasons, but the first one that's popping into my head is for Utes. Utes season tickets. You're gonna miss a bunch because Oregon's because Oregon is in nine days after that surgery. Yeah, Just yeah. The biggest game of the year. I know. I don't want to talk about it. Thanks for bringing up the Utes. What did they what they tell you as far as recovery time? Is it still pretty? I know somebody told you like two weeks and then somebody told you like a couple months. Yeah, they're, they're still saying pretty quick, like two to three weeks, I should be walking around and stuff. But my buddy who had the surgery, it took him a couple months to get kind of back in the swing of things. So obviously it depends on the person, but hopefully it's sooner rather than later. So it it might not be season ending back surgery you might make it to a couple of the games at the end of the season i hope so i, I hope, hope so. so i paid good money for those seats <laughs> i haven't missed did. well i think i missed one game one home game in six years or whatever yeah, so yeah. i don't want to yeah. start now man i'm sorry so your last game will be october 14th cal at utah yeah, it's a tough one yeah that is a tough one yeah and then you have a shot, maybe ASU. That's like two weeks, two. That's like 17 days after. Maybe. Maybe I will heal so quickly that I'll be there for Oregon. <laughs> maybe I'll just go regardless and I'll wear a brace. Yeah, it's actually not a bad idea. A brace and we'll get you padded. Like we sit in the bleachers in the north end zone. So we could get you a real nice padded seat, bunch of blankets. Yeah. Maybe. It's a great idea. Bun- bundle me up. Bundle you up. Um, well, that is some f- yeah. not so fun breaking news, but thank you for deciding to share that here. That sucks. You're welcome. I, f- I feel like the listeners needed to hear that. You're right. Look, let's turn this negative into a positive and let's get some type of medical sponsor for the segment based on this. That's a great idea. You know what? I'm going to send it to the surgeon doing the procedure. <laughs> you should. I see how get him. Ben Gay. Oh, uh, something, something. Let's get this surgery paid for. That's Mm. a good idea. Yeah. Sponsor. Now we're talking. Yeah. We got like a month to figure it out, (laughs) man. I'm sorry. That's a bummer. Well, let's, let's start off with a love. You told, you told me before we recorded, you've got a couple loves, a couple hates. I also am going to chime in here in this segment because I've got a couple things that I'm loving and I got one thing that I hate a lot and I want to, I want to discuss them. So please start us off with your first love. Okay, here we go. You might make fun of me, but I don't know why you would look. Nothing. Everyone loves. Nothing's going to be worse than your horse thing last week or better. Let me rephrase. What? Your, I love that. I think no, that's great. So many people on uh, Instagram also loved it. They couldn't believe it. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't either. I think it's amazing. You can't watch that and not smile. I agree. It's impossible. I, I agree. All right, let, let's hear it. Okay, I'm going to start off with the TV show Survivor. Mm. Survivor's amazing. When's the last time you watched it? I watched it. So funny enough, we just saw a commercial for the new season coming up. And cool. I, I told McCall, hey, I would really like to watch that again. We watched, I think yeah. it was like th- three seasons ago, and I loved it. But that was the first yeah. season that I watched since the very first season. I don't know if you even remember that. We watched it with Dad. I remember. I remember yeah. watching that. And I remember thinking, what a show. <laughs> what a great show. So you you and, and Tara go like back five. You go, you go back and watch like old seasons that you have never seen before, right? Oh, yeah. Which is most of them. I think... There's what 42 out right now, so we've wow. probably seen 12 of them. There's so right 42 now we're on, uh, seasons, season 38. Yep, the perfect binge show, and you you can watch it all in I don't know a couple weeks, two weeks maybe, and it's fun, it's entertaining. I like to think that I would do well on the show, but I don't know. I don't know. I think everyone who watches that probably thinks thinks that way. I, I I'm think not you... a good swimmer. No, so that's no. that's my my downfall. The swimming thing in your back are your two downfalls. Other than that, I think yeah. you would actually be a really good Survivor contestant. Thank you. Maybe I should apply. Want to know who would be the best Survivor contestant out of everyone we know, I think? Badge. Oh, okay. Two people. 
our our friend Badge, shout out Badge, he would be fantastic. And also our cousin Isaac. He would be good too. Yeah, yes. he's way more likable than Badge too. So that actually makes sense. <laughs> I agree. Survivor yeah. is a, that's I thought, a I thought when I was writing this down, I thought you might make it a, a ways because listen, you're not gonna win any challenges. No offense, no offense. But you're a good people person. And people might keep you around because they're like, this guy, I could beat this guy. So you might go a long way. I think you're right. And thank you for saying that. I also, it's a game of strategy, right? Yes, you have to win some challenges and there's a bunch of physical things. I don't think I would do well at a lot of those. However, I think you're right because my little alliances would be, I think I could play the game really, really well. Sure. Or people will look at you like a little schemer and vote you out. True. I don't know. That, I don't know. That's I don't that's know. There's fun. only one way to know. You're right. We we need to submit our how do they do it? Do you know? Do you submit like audition tapes or something? I have no idea. I've never looked into it, but I would imagine there's something like that. And some of the people who get on, like, how are you on here? Yeah. Um, so I, I have no idea. Maybe that's fun. Maybe we'll each make one next year. We should. When you're healed. That's a great idea. Let's do it. Now I just need to learn how to swim. And <laughs> Wait, I'm, do, you, and I'm there. do you really not know how to swim or you just don't like it? No, of course I know how to swim. I just am not great at it. Okay. And I okay. don't like it at all. Yeah, you yeah. don't. You don't like getting your head wet. Um, okay, that's a good yeah. love. I really like Survivor. I would like to know if there are people out there who don't love Survivor. Like who, who, if they're just like, I hate yeah. that show. No, everyone should should like it. And if if you don't like it, you haven't given it a chance. You need to go That's... rewatch season 42. That's the latest one, I believe. And I think it's on Hulu, maybe. Okay. It's great. Also, Jeff yeah. Probst is the most likable human being. He's awesome. Yeah. Jeff's great. And he has the best job in the world. Yeah, he does. He just travels to these cool countries. He's living a luxury life. Nice <laughs> hotels. All he does is just commentate the games. You're right. Great. You're Where right. do I sign up for that job? I want no that ki- job. No kidding. Isn't he like an executive producer and like one of the, the founders and creators of that of Survivor as well? I'd imagine. I mean, he's been around forever, so he has to be something yeah, out there. I think he is. Uh, that's a really good love. Can before you hit Thank us with you. your second, can I hit you with one? Uh, yeah, this is fun little treat for us. I know. Okay, here you go. Uh, the first yep. of my two. I love that Sabrina Inescu has her own signature line with Nike. I think it is okay. awesome. I think it's very needed. I think that now is the perfect time for whether it was look, it was either going to be Sabrina or it was going to be Caitlin Clark. And yeah. obviously, Sabrina has been doing it on a professional level. I think that Caitlin Clark's going to follow in her footsteps, but I love that she's got her own line. And I also scored a pair of her shoes and I love them. I hooped in them today. They're awesome. They're light. They're comfy. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, no, I think, I think the shoes are amazing. They're really cool. Obviously I I don't own a pair, so I've never tried them on, but they look cool. I didn't know she has her own line. Does she have like, like clothing and stuff too? Yeah, yeah, with her little S logo on it, which is awesome. Hoodies, really, sweats and T-shirts. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that makes me happy. I'm happy about that. I like it. Um, also, Nike just put on their website. You can now. Do you remember, like, in junior high, when the coolest thing ever was to like get on and make like custom Nikes, but you would never actually order them? Did you ever do that? No. (laughs) Well, I mean, not in junior high. I know, but I've done it. In years past, yeah. Okay, okay. So they I never uh, ordered them. Yeah, they yeah. I've never ordered a pair of custom ones. I've ever done either. But they just put uh, Sabrina's shoe up, and you can customize it. Cool. You should do I, that. Nah, I already have a pair, and I love them. That I got like wow. the gray and it's like gray black with like a kind of hint of like purplish. I don't know, but they're really cool. Yeah, I like them. Anyway, Are they that's not my light. I thought they were white. Uh uh-uh. uh, nope, gray, gray, black, and purple. Huh, cool. Yeah, I like them. I think they're sweet. I'll have to try them on. You, you will like them. All right, cool. hit us with your second love. Okay, this second love broke the internet in the last week. 
Oh. And it is The Diary of Flight. Oh, this is your love? I love it. I think it's hilarious. Listen, it's terrible for the lady who had that issue. Obviously, it's terrible for the people on the flight. But you have to take a step back and just look at it as a whole. It's the best story ever. Those people (laughs) on that flight, sure, it was hell to be sitting there and flipping around and and going back with diarrhea all over the plane. (laughs) But that's a story they're going to tell their entire life. And it's the greatest story ever. And when they land, they like destroyed the plane. They ripped up the carpet and everything. And then I love the idea of just everyone hopping on another flight and and taking off. Even the diarrhea girl. I was going to say, including the woman. Yeah. How awesome is that flight on a new plane? How (laughs) it's so good. The idea of it is so good. (laughs) How could she look at everybody who just witnessed that in the eyes and just act like Nothing happened. Do you think she apologized to any of them? She had to have. If I'm her, there's no way I'm boarding that flight. There's no shot. No. Cancel your trip to Spain immediately. Yeah. I don't want to see anyone ever again. I agree. (laughs) Yeah. And then so the story came out and then the video came out. And it's just just like how you'd imagine it. (laughs) It, Dude, it was worse than what I imagined. Really? Yeah, when they said that there was, it was all over the plane, I didn't quite literally think it was all over the plane. Yeah, it's really I I don't even know how that happens. I don't either. Like I, maybe I I'm blessed, I don't know, but I've never been in that type of situation where I need to go that bad or I can't <laughs> control myself. I I can't. And clearly it happens to people and yeah, I just I love it. I think it's great. That was for sure the <laughs> the best thing that happened to me this week was hearing that story. Yeah, that was really, really something. And again, there's so many things about it. You're right. It is terrible for everybody who isn't involved. Yes, it's a funny story, but it's if you were one of the poor people who had to rip the carpet out, if you were one of the poor uh, yeah. flight attendants, if you were one of the poor pilots, if you were just a passenger – Everybody involved, it's terrible for. Yes, it's a funny story, but like imagine being on that flight. It would be so awful. Yeah. I think I feel worse for the workers, obviously the ones who cleaned it up. Yeah. Flight attendants, pilots. Great. Passenger, I don't feel bad for because I think it's so such a great story. It's worth it. I think it's worth <laughs> it. You know, was it Delta? I can't remember. What was there? I think I don't maybe. I don't I don't remember what airline. Well, Whatever it is, you know they got hooked up. Every True. every person on that flight, I'm sure that they got taken care of. So now you got some sky miles and a great story. <laughs> Worth it's it. A, it's I, a win-win. I would, yeah, I I wouldn't be pissed if I was on that flight. I I would think it's great. That's amazing. That's too good. I love that that's your love. Yeah, I think it's so funny. Amazing. All right, let me hit you with my second love. Uh, we talked about it just a, a sec before we started recording. I just finished it, and that is the Travis Kelsey, well, mainly Jason Kelsey documentary. I think it's just titled Kelsey on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. I think it came out today. I watched it. I loved every second. Watched it with my wife. It shows what we already know about Jason Kelsey, that he is just the coolest, most down-to-earth dude ever. Uh, obviously him and Travis have their podcast new heights, which I'm a big fan of, which has kind of given us like a behind the mm-hmm. scenes glimpse of their lives and their relationship. And they just brought his wife on who is awesome. And this documentary just kind of dove even deeper into it. And it was fantastic. Anybody who loves football, all my Philly listeners, obviously I know you guys will watch it, but even if you guys are just kind of casual football fans, I highly, highly recommend watching it. Cause there's a 0% chance you could watch this documentary and feel any type of way besides just like love for both Kelsey brothers. It was awesome. It is just vaulted to the top of my love list. And I'm glad I watched it today. It was great. It sounds, it sounds like I need to go watch it. Yeah. I like, I like him a lot. I, I mean, I, I, I've listened to clips of the podcast and I like the clips. I've never actually sat down and listened to it. Yeah. I'm curious to know what McCall thought. Did she like it? 
she did. You, you are kind of a sucker for sports documentaries. Yes, of course. That's fair to say. She did like it. Um, she said that it again. It was nice because so I'm not. This isn't spoiler. Anybody familiar with Jason Kelsey knows, but his wife is a big part of the documentary, and they were pregnant. It follows all last season, um, because last season mm-hmm. it was like it. it he was debating whether it was going to be his final season or not. And I think honestly, if they would have won the Super Bowl, it probably would have been, uh, but they were expecting their third daughter, uh, like eight mm-hmm. days after the Super Bowl. So she flew out with her OB to Arizona for the Super Bowl, like everything. And it, it, I don't know, it was cool. It gave a good glimpse of like what it actually is like to be an NFL player, a dad, a husband to be an NFL, uh, spouse, it was it was really cool. It was very well done. It showed the perfect amount of football, perfect amount of highlights, but also like gave a good glimpse of his life, but also his relationship with Travis. Like they, I knew that they mm-hmm. were like brothers, obviously, duh, but they are like actually good brothers and good friends. And yeah, I don't know. It was really cool. McCall really liked it, and I I good. cannot recommend it enough. I'm gonna have to watch it. But here here's here's the real question. Do you think they're closer than you and I? Okay, that's funny you you asked that because who's a I better thought... brother? Who who's a better pair of brothers? If you take out size, athletic ability, wealth, you know the fact that they're both professional athletes. If you take that out, I think we're think? Cl- I think we're closer. They wow. they also suck at Kelsey brothers. Take that, Kelsey's. They also yeah. got to play football with each other in college uh, at oh, the University of Cincinnati. Unfair, unfair yeah. advantage. I think so, too, because that's that's pretty damn cool. Except you got punched once in intramurals and I stood up for you. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <gasps> that did happen. That might be a story for another time, but I feel like that that helps. That helps I, us out a little bit. It has to. I agree. I agree. Um, That's a great question. Look. They also have a podcast. Their whole podcast is about they get to talk about cool things like what it's like to be on an NFL team. We get to talk about things that like uh, girls on stick horses jumping over vaults. (laughs) Everyone should be talking about that. Why don't you invite them on? Do brother brothers versus brothers. Brother love and hate with the Kelsey edition. That's a great idea. Fun. Yeah. Reach out. Let I'm gonna. I'm goes. gonna. Uh, you think I'm joking? I'm gonna send an email to their new Heights producer, uh, tomorrow oh, and great. and see if why not? We're we're trying. We're auditioning for Survivor. Why not reach out to New Heights? Yeah, we're taking risks. <laughs> we're all about taking risks this year. <laughs> oh, amazing. Um. Okay. What is your? Did you say your second love? You didn't say your second love. Um, I thought I did. Let me no, see. you did. Let me see. Yeah, I did. It was the flight. Yeah, the flight. Duh. But the diary, honor, diary. honorable mention, I saw the video. I actually just sent it to you. The video of Inside the Vegas mm. Sphere. Yes. It's awesome. It, it looks amazing. Yeah. And I love that. I've always loved that. Since they turned it on, I thought it was amazing. And I always want to see inside. Boom. Saw inside. Except the video, the guy is like looking straight up. It might hurt your neck in there. I'm worried about yeah. that guy's neck. Yeah, I agree. Cause the screen goes like it's it's 360. It's all the way around you. So I you know what it reminds me of what the the planetarium. Oh yeah, yeah, kind of a way cooler version you of know that. What I'm talking about. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Like obviously not the same, but the concept is similar. It's the planetary. It's if the planetarian married <laughs> California or soaring over yeah, California. Soaring over California. Right. Yes. That's yeah. a that's a good that's way the to Vegas put it. sphere. That's hilarious. Thank you. You we've we've got to get in there, right? We've got to go see I something. Gotta, I got to do it. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to see, but I have to get in there. I know that you too is like the opening act inside of it, and tickets are just like outrageous. But they are doing like a, like you said, your comparison. And I think probably what that video was uh, of the elephant or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they're doing like a all around the world type of show in there. And you can buy tickets out through like the next two years inside of it. So we, we need to make it happen. Once once these babies show up uh, and everything's established, we need to you, Tara, me, McCall. We got to go down and do it. 
It's a great idea. It is. Let's, That's let's good. do it. Okay. I love it. All cool. right. Hit us with your first hate. Okay. Well, this one, I, I have two main ones. This one, I was just kind of a throw in because it recently happened yesterday. The Aaron Rodgers injury. That's yeah. so brutal. Obviously brutal for him, right? Like dude's 39 years old. I don't think he comes back from this. Yeah. Um, but it's so, so sad for just the organization, the fans, like their team was going to be legit, I think. And then he goes down career, possibly over like that's So, so brutal. I completely agree. I talk about it earlier in this podcast in a little bit more depth, but like, I felt sick to my stomach and I am not even like an Aaron Rodgers or Jets fan. I just, the whole right. weight of it with Rodgers running out, holding the American flag on nine 11 in New York and the crowd just losing their minds because they're so happy and hopeful that their team's actually going to be good for that to happen on what the fourth play ugh, makes me yeah, sick. It's really, really bad. And I feel bad for him. Um, yeah. But anyway, we're going to, we're going to skip over that one. That's just okay. the throw in. Okay. And add in there. Okay. So our friend Skitty was in Chicago. And it made me think of this. I hate deep dish pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I think it is so overrated. Incredibly overrated. And I when I was there, I've been there a couple of times, gotten to like three or four places. Yeah. Because everyone says, Well, you you hate it because you went to the wrong place. I'm open to suggestions and I went to multiple places. And I did not like it. And I'm not a fan. It's more like a like lasagna type thing. And I hate lasagna. It doesn't yeah. feel like pizza to me. Is that Okay, that's fair. So d- would you actually say you really hated it? Or would you, you just prefer other pizza over it? Uh, in, in terms of pizza, I hate it. I would eat any pizza over that. Wow. I would eat a, a, hot bu- a hot pocket pizza. Wow. Um, over that. Yeah. DiGiorno? You heard it here first. DiGiorno. Yes, it's DiGiorno. I'm in. Wow. Even Papa Murphy's. I don't like Papa Murphy's. Take and bake. I think it's the scam. <laughs> anyway, I'd, I'd rather have that than, than <gasps> deep dish. So I love pizza. You know this. It's my favorite you food. You do. I you eat it four to five times a week. And that's that... probably pretty accurate. Four to five times a week is a lot. That's cr- that's at least to twice think about at least twice a week. So I was going to save it. I'll just tease it. But I we saw my wife showed me a TikTok of a girl who did a year in review presentation of all of the times she ate uh, Taco Bell the previous year. And McCall thought it was hilarious. And she's like, hey, you eat pizza so much. Why don't you document it this whole next year? So that you can make a TikTok about it or make do like a presentation or something on it. I'm like, all right, that's a good idea. So I keep a running note yeah. in my phone for every time I eat pizza. I write the date. I, I write how many slices, what kind of pizza. It's 99% pepperoni uh, where I you, was. You're going to run out of storage. <laughs> I write where I was and who I was with. And I have not eaten it in the month of September yet. How about that? Oh, please. You're just doing that so it doesn't look bad. There's no way. No, I I promise you on everything. I got off to the okay. craziest, hottest start ever to start the year. And uh, I've slowly cooled down. But the note I'm looking at is scary long. And I'll leave it at that. But I'm excited to talk about it. Uh, to touch on what you said, I also do not enjoy deep dish pizza. I am a New York slice guy. I would much rather have two big old slices I can fold over, maybe three, yeah, rather than one sure. slice of deep dish where I'm full and I don't like it. It's like you said, it's not pizza. So I, I like no. I don't I don't consider it pizza, even though in the grand scheme of things, I'm not like eating it and being like, this is disgusting because it's really good still. But it's just not what I picture pizza like. Yeah. The, when I when I ate it multiple times i was just pissed like i can't believe people <laughs> every bite this. you were just mad it, yeah i didn't smile once i'm like this is such a <laughs> letdown this stinks <laughs> that's amazing so th- that's All my right. that's my first hate that's a good that's a good first hate i will i only have one hate and i, I want to talk about it okay let's hear it. i hate 
the fact that the Phillies cannot win a game after they have an unbelievable comeback. Yeah, it's sad. They have had a stinks. Their bullpen stinks. They've had a game tying or go ahead home run in the eighth or ninth inning five times in the last three weeks, and they're 0 and 5 in those five games. Isn't that insane? Yeah, that's really, really sad. Like tonight, it was Trey Turner hitting a home run in the ninth, and they blow it in extras. It's happened over and over and over again. Bryce Harper, who seems to be the most clutch player maybe in Philly ever, hits an unbelievable game tie home run, is just built for the moment, and then the team just absolutely blows it, and they can't, they can't do it. And it honestly, it sucks because now, like, I would have bet my life when Trey Trey hit that home run. It's like, well. We're probably going to lose an extras now because guess what? It's happened over and over and over and over. And it really bothers me. I hate it. Yeah, that's a, that's a great hate. I I mean, unless you're like a Braves fan or, or something, maybe a Padres fan, then you might love that. But if you like baseball, you don't want to see that. You don't want to no. see him hit a game tying home run in the bottom of the ninth and then lose. Yeah. That's lose not fun to, for anybody. I, I completely agree. But anyway, there's my hate. It really bothers me. Uh, hit me with your, what's your final hate? Okay, here's my final hate. Falling asleep on a leather couch and or chair. <laughs> When's the last time you did it? Probably at grandma's, like, it's whenever she had her leather couch. So, like, eight plus years ago. Yeah, I bet you hated it. Yeah, I did hate it. Did it happen to you recently? Yeah. No, but the last time it <laughs> happened, it was in St. George, right? So it was so hot. <clears throat> Fell asleep. It was in the middle of the day. It was like a nap. I woke up and my shirt had lifted up, right? So it was skin to leather and it was hot. <laughs> and when I sat up, ripped my skin, I was bleeding. That's real. It's a true story. Was it? Wait, does mom have a leather couch? Is that at mom's? No, no, no. That No, this was a couple years back. <laughs> that's, that's unbelievable so honestly any i'm i'm not a fan of leather like uh furniture just in general if it's in the car sure whatever you get a pass not in the house not for me i also don't love it and i would never pick it um and to your point falling asleep waking up and having your direct skin on leather is a terrible Ugh. terrible feeling and you're sweaty yeah you my I I I even go I even go as far with cars. I get the like mix of the two. So I'll have like leather, like kind of uh, the fake fake stuff. Yeah. Well, like the border. And then I have that kind of like nicer mesh stuff. Uh, You know what I'm talking about? Cool. Yeah. 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 No, I know. That's what I have because it's too hot in the summer and it's too cold in the winter. Yeah. You've got heated seats and seat coolers. Guess what? You can get those without leather. I'm with you. I don't like it. Yeah, I hate that. And the thought of it makes me mad. I love I love how random your hates and loves are. That makes this so wonderful. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You so um, all right. I love it. You got anything else you want to hit us with before uh oh, you will be gone next week. Baby moon. Where will I be? Oh yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, Cabo. Cabo. I love it. And my passport so, came. I was worried it wasn't gonna come in time, but it's here. I renewed it in time hallelujah i'm glad you get to go uh so we will miss you next week um we will i'm not i won't even touch love and hate we'll leave it we'll leave it for you to come back and we'll pick up where we left off from there how about that yeah man that's my thing don't even you you (laughs) tried to take it over today by throwing your two cents in yeah there were some gone you can there are some things i loved and some things i hated i wanted to get them off my chest no we all appreciated it, but we don't want you taking it over. Okay. <laughs> Deal. Deal. We'll we'll leave it vacant next week. <laughs> Deal. All right. I love it. Okay, brother. Have fun. Enjoy Mexico. We'll chat with you. Uh chat with you when you're back. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. My conversation with Jer, as always. Never know what he's gonna say. <laughs> makes it makes it way more fun. Um again, thank you all so much for listening. Uh Really looking forward to bringing you guys some good news next week. Uh, we'll kind of keep that on the DL. Did another giveaway. Uh, gave away some Covey signed stuff and an Eagles jersey. Um, so fun to do that. Uh, 
another giveaway. I teased it last week, but uh, with our guys over at the Three Putt Golf Company, um, we are going to be giving away uh, one of each of their their first two hats that are dropping, as well as some uh, That's Ball Folks Vice customized golf balls. Um, and that will be very soon. Uh, I will plaster it all over every social media so you will see it once that is live. But we're just waiting on the official drop to come through for that. So keep an eye out. Uh, I've golfed in both of the hats now, uh, actually a couple times, and I love them. I, I cannot stress this enough. It is the lightest, most comfortable. It's that like sweat wicking material. Ooh, I'm just a big fan. I'm excited for you guys to see them. Uh, as always, Feel free to like, subscribe, review, all that fun stuff. Uh, I love all of you. Again, I appreciate everybody for listening and supporting this. Uh, as I teased earlier, going to have some fun news next episode. I just, I'm excited to talk about it. But again, hope you all have a fantastic week. Let's go, Philly. Start winning some ball games, man. Unbelievable. Birds are Thursday night, which will be fun. We got the Vikings at home. Hopefully they take care of business. So go Phils, go Birds. Not even going to mention the Sixers. Go Utes this weekend. And uh, that's ball, folks. Peace.